Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. My name is Julie Rufo, and I'm the lead content specialist for Conscious Discipline. I've helped produce many of the products you love and have assisted Dr. Bailey in writing her best-selling books and curriculums for the past 22 years. My husband is a high school teacher and Conscious Discipline certified instructor, and we're raising our two girls with Conscious Discipline the best we can as we all learn and grow together. Conscious Discipline is one of my life's passions and greatest honors. Dr. Bailey has asked me to join as the host of Real Talk for Real Teachers so she'll have more time to create incredible new products and initiatives to help us all find a better way. For those of you who are new to this podcast, Conscious Discipline is an adult-first, trauma-informed, brain-based, and evidence-backed approach. It integrates discipline, school culture, and social and emotional learning into a single methodology, providing a pathway to resiliency and creating systemic and sustainable change. In today's episode, we're going to join a conversation between Dr. Bailey and Brooke Heatherly. Brooke is an educational consultant who supports administrators and teachers of children pre-K through high school. Today, we're going to hear her talk about reaching relationship-resistant and challenging kids through conscious discipline strategies like noticing, but the hidden gem here is really her positive intent. Brooke has made a conscious choice to see these difficult children as capable and precious. She locks on to the tiniest bit of potential in what might look like outlandish behavior, and then she builds on it any way she can, ultimately forming a bond with the child. The idea that teacher-student relationships are important used to be novel. We now have overwhelming research indicating that positive relationships result in a more productive learning environment, healthier peer relationships, and higher academic achievement. Relationships literally have the power to transform defiance into cooperation and failure into achievement. Let's join with Dr. Bailey and Brooke in Rhode Island, and I'll be back to share more with you after their conversation. Hi, everyone. Join me in a conversation with Brooke Haberly from Rhode Island. And so Brooke is an educational consultant. So uh, tell me about that. Educational consultant, you're all grades, and what do you do in Rhode Island? So I go all over the state of Rhode Island. Any school district that is calling us, we go and we help um, teachers. It could be um, administrators, we do trainings, we also consult and um, with some of the teachers and help a lot of challenging students um, anywhere from pre-K to high school. So, so, you, so you're, you're kind of the EMT of teachers, like, or, or, or the 911 yes. of teachers. So, and then when did you get exposed to conscious discipline and has conscious discipline helped in that role of what you do. So I was exposed to conscious discipline through my um, mentor, Cheryl Cotter. Um, and she came back and just said, we got to try this. This is something that's incredible. I've been missing this with my son and how to connect with kids. And and I was searching for something like that to connect, always connect with kids because that's my true passion. Um, so we came back and we started just playing, playing around with it, just kind of playing with e- um, each other in the mm-hmm. office. And then also just with kids. And um, she put me in some really tough situations to do that. So she challenged me real bad. So, I mean, that's the best way to learn about conscious discipline. So you folks listening, that is the best way. Take this and play with it. Play with it. So did you find it helpful? I did because I was scared and nervous because, you know, I'm put in these really challenging situations with these really tough kids. 
And I, I was really nervous and scared because I said, these kids, of all kids, are not going to like this at all. They are not going to like this. And I doubted, I doubted it, to be honest. I doubted it in the beginning. And then when I saw how it was changing and they wanted me to come back and they liked, liked me and I was, I just was, I, I was overwhelmed with joy and, and I felt, I felt that, I felt that connection and I felt that, that loving, that lovingness that Cheryl was talking about that when she came back and it was awesome. It, it felt so great. So give us an example, uh, pick one of your challenging and, and do this, let's, let's take one that's like uh, in high school, and then take a, a little, little one at preschool. Okay, so, so think you don't have to give the name, but just tell us the oh, yeah. situation. So and what's in middle going on. school, um, there was a middle school student, uh, and it was actually a whole program. I can't even name one student. Um, this whole entire program, they were in the basement of the of the school. So the kids called them the basement kids. Um, and we, I went down there, and the first thing some someone said to me was a vulgar thing that was not appropriate. And um, I took a breath and I said, okay, this is it. We're in it. <laughs> and um, so, and these kids um, were swinging from the lights, fixtures, and jumping from desk to desk and swearing. And then um, the first day I was there also, they were fighting. They had a fist fight in the middle of the class. So basically they were... I mean, for lack of a better words, they were just kind of thrown away. 100%. Oh, my gosh. Thrown away. No one cared. Their principal came down sometimes and just yelled at them, and, and no, one, no one saw them. No one saw them. No one. Except for you, I'm guessing. Yes. And so tell me, so we're going to fast forward. You mm -hmm. start getting in on there, and, mm -hmm. and, and so what happens? So through my connection with them, so it just started off with little things, little yeah. connections. Like, you know, they would do something ridiculous that anyone would think that was horrible. And I looked at that as awesome. Yeah. So I switched that, their mindset, and switched how they, like, got positive feedback because they've never heard it before. Yeah. So when I was able to do that, then I was able to get in a little bit. And I took some time, and I actually coupled them, you know, they would need some to get their energy out. They were, mm -hmm. some of them were really rambunctious. So I would take them and go play basketball or I would take them in the, um, they had like a OT kind of room and this kid's swinging from, I've never seen any kid do crazier things on a trampoline and stuff. So, but whatever they would do and I joined, I just joined in what they were doing. And then through that, they were able to open up and say some stuff. And that's how we kind of got to talking. So I'm not a therapist or anything like that, but just me being there and actually listening to them was huge. Oh, yeah, just that, that presence mm -hmm. and, of course, that joining them where they are and having something in common because, I mean, you're quite athletic yourself. Yes. So, uh, I mean, that's just like a perfect match. Did they then kind of, they settled in and became kind of, more able to learn. Yes, and we got the teacher on board too, which was oh really gosh, important. That's so a miracle. The teacher just was seeing like well, there has to be a different way. You know, they mm. were doing the point system when I got there too, yeah. of oh you got three points and then you're out of the day. Yeah. These kids, are you kidding me? Two seconds they would have three points and they're out because they were like oh I want to get kicked out. Yes. I don't care. So. We, she she kind of shifted that mindset off the point system, which was huge. She brought in barbers for these kids and cut their hair. We um, brought them downtown, and um, they would experience, like, just buying a cookie or some, some special treat. 
Um, so she really was in. We got invited to their Thanksgiving feast. I did and um, as an invitation for their Thanksgiving and they put it on and they, you know, they, they cooked it for us and stuff. So it was so amazing. And I still feel connected to them because we gave them like a connection bracelet and I have it at my house and I will always, always remember that group. You know, it, I always call this kind of like, how can we find the crack in the cosmic mm -hmm. egg? You know, how do you build a relationship with the relationship-resistant or reluctant children? And, and you're doing just what you did. Mm -hmm. You come in there, one, you're going to see them differently. You're going to be present with them, and you're going to find something in common with them until that trust starts to build, mm -hmm. and then just move on in. Which I always knew I had. I always knew I had that in me since I was young. Um, I just didn't know that through conscious discipline, I would find that for myself and be able to assess me and then be able to say, oh, I have this gift and I can give it to other people. Excellent, excellent. So give me an example now of someone at little, a little so kid. So little, I had just a little one the other day was throwing things and screaming and kicking and violent, um, very violent where he was flipping tables and chairs and they came in and they were like, oh, this this kid, we, we've, he, I, I don't even know about him. Like I can't get you started on him, there's so much. Mm -hmm. So then I started, he actually ripped the blind off the, the window and um, instead of yelling at him, so I intently walked in and I started playing with the blind, which is probably not safe, but I started playing with him with the blind. So we would go up and we went down and we were like, oh, who's under there? Where are you? And this, and he, he was just like in shock that I would even play with this blind. And then after that, we moved over to the block center and he, the day before I was told, he took the block and he chucked it at some kid's head and he was kicked out of the class. Mm -hmm. And instead of me focusing on the behavior that he did like yesterday, I went in there and I said, oh, you picked up the block, you moved it like this. You, and then he built this amazing car, like a full on big car that you could sit on with all these big blocks. And I got all the kids together and we took a picture and we posted it on the wall for him and the, the teacher, that I was watching me do this, she was in like shock. She was just like, well, first of all, the blind, the blind. I was like, yes, I know. We gotta get past the blind. But after that, I said, what did you notice? What did you notice? And and we had, we had it was nice, because I got to have intense conversations yes. with the teacher. But And that kid, he that, uh, that kid now, he has done so well that the, the other teachers from the other rooms were like, what? did you do what did, so now it's like trickling to the other classes because they're interested in how they got him to love and through connection and then the teachers are like just noticing him in a different way it's incredible so that is so exciting so i love that when mm -hmm. you come in and the blinds are destroyed <laughs> yeah and you use them to play peekaboo yeah i don't I know mean, what i did well i but mean you know, it I was forget. some version yeah, of peekaboo or there you are yep. which is uh, you met him at the developmental level that he needed to be met in, and it's amazing. Well, what about the blind? Yeah. <laughs> well, what about the child? Yes. Uh, so how exciting that you can uh, do that. We always talk about taking that uh, defiance or that resistance, and if you can take it and turn it into a game, mm -hmm. then that's one of the ways. We do it with I love you rituals all the time. You know, you're trying to do this, but they go, and you mm -hmm. go, oh, that's how you play that game. 
and and flip it on them. So you did that with the blinds. I mean, that is just brilliant. Yeah. So um, I can see by your face, and I can hear by mm -hmm. I can hear your heart, see your face. I mean, you're very passionate about this, and you love what you do. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm so glad that you're willing to share it with us. If so, if you had anything to say to, there's a lot of people that are behavior specialists mm -hmm. uh, and they come in with these kind of plans and such. If you were going to give uh, two things, two things to the behavior specialist listening, what two things would you say to them? It's easy. The first thing I would do would be to notice the first thing. And it could be the, it, it could be the funniest thing where a kid puts two cases of um, of nerds in his mouth and it looks like a chipmunk but wow that's incredible you put two you put two things of nerds in your mouth that is awesome you know finding that that anything that you can do to notice them it, what it, like there's even the worst kids have something good about them so you're starting off with noticing any anything, success. Anything. You know, 14 donuts in your yeah, mouth is incredible. a success. It is yeah, quite incredible. I, I think so. But, uh, so it's number one, notice all successes. Yes. And just notice the child themselves. Your hand went like this. Your face went like this. You stuffed in yes. all that. Okay. So what else? What, I would two? say that number two would be to find their interest. Mm -hmm. To find their interest because that's the thing that they're gonna be most able to talk about, but that's how you kind of get your way in, like is their interest and, and find out what they like, what they don't like. You're just getting to know them at a diff different level. And for me, when I find their interest, what I notice is that they have so much to give. The, these kids have so much to give and and they just want, want to be heard. So I think with that interest is kind of where I get a little bit more communication. So as you wiggle in through their interest, you get to say in a metaphorical way, I see you, yes. I hear you, I understand you. And that kind of opens that child enough for you to build that relationship, mm -hmm. which jumpstarts all their learning. Yes. Beautiful, Brooke. And being a basketball player doesn't help. You know, that helps too. Yes, yes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because what you're doing is really a dance with the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm kind of finding out how you move and how you think, and I'm joining you there. And then once we get to dancing, then I can kind of lead. And so uh, not only are you a great basketball player, but I've seen you. You're a great dancer, too. Oh, thank you. So thank you, uh, <laughs> thank for, you. for talking with us, and, and thank you for all you do. Thank you. Relationships are a dance. How brilliant. Thinking of a dance or the basketball playing, I remember something Brooke and Dr. Bailey said at the very beginning about playing with these concepts. It's clear from listening to Brooke that as she incorporated the conscious discipline concepts into her work, she approached it with a curiosity and a playfulness. It wasn't one of those, the e-course said to do it this way, so I'm going to say these phrases, type of a situation. Instead, she studied the concepts, internalized them, and then began to play with them in ways that were suited to the particular children in the particular situations. She was able to see the children differently, be present with them, find some common ground that allowed her to join in their play, and then build a relationship from those humble beginnings. 
Ultimately, those meaningful relationships enabled the children to feel safe enough and connected enough to learn new social and emotional skills from the adults around them. Brooke's willingness as an adult to shift her mindset and gain new skills empowered the children to change their behaviors and learn new skills too. Now that's powerful. A great place to get more info about positive intent, encouraging, and forming relationships with these relationship-resistant and challenging children is the webinar titled Guiding the Most Challenging Children, and it's available in our free resources at ConsciousDiscipline.com. An even more comprehensive next step would be to go deeper into the mindset shift that makes all of this possible, the powers of resilience. I'll tell you more about that in just a minute. So what has Dr. Bailey and Conscious Discipline been up to? Well, a lot's been happening behind the scenes since our last podcast, not the least of which is Dr. Bailey's new Powers of Resilience e-course. After over a year in production, this e-course dives headfirst into the mindset shifts adults must integrate into their own experience before they can build healthy relationships and teach social-emotional skills to children. Click on over to the e-learning page at ConsciousDiscipline.com to learn more about this phenomenal resource for improving relationships, managing behavior, systemic and sustainable SEL, equitable school cultures, and accelerated academics. We are definitely celebrating the launch of this amazing new resource, and we're also celebrating our return to in-person events. After an unbelievable year apart, we are ecstatic to be welcoming you back to our summer institutes. And it would seem you're pretty excited too, as some of our sessions are already selling out. We are very much celebrating the opportunity to be together again after so much time apart. So until next time, I wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.